The following is a Geek Out Loud Special Edition Podcast. Previously on Geek Out Loud. So, so that is like the second. That was like the second big superhero movie this summer, and and to me that was the surprise one of the summer. Avengers, I, I really had high expectations for, and they were all met, and, and I absolutely loved it. Spider Man, I didn't really know what to expect, and I came out pleasantly surprised. And then there is what has recently come out, um, The Dark Knight Rises, and. We are uh, going to talk about that now with a special guest. All right, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. It may not sound like I mean it, but I do. My sincerest apologies. That, the, what you heard for about three seconds there is what you heard for about an hour if you listened to The Last Geek Out Loud and never fast-forwarded. Um, we were like, hey, we're going to talk about The Dark Knight. Zip it. So I want to apologize to everyone for that mistake. I am an amateur, and if you listen to the podcast for any length of time, you know any of the podcasts that I have done with Derek, you know that I make amateur mistakes on a pretty regular basis. So um, I want to apologize to Matt Kruger for taking this extra time to try to get this out, and uh, apologize to all of you uh, for that huge mistake in the, in the last episode of Geek Out Loud. So what we've done here is, is I've taken the audio of myself and Derek and Matt Kruger, uh, talking about The Dark Knight Rises. Now, I'm going to go ahead and pre-warn you. We gave Matt a hard time because he coerced his way on the show, and then he used the crappiest microphone setup ever. I think he just used the onboard mic from his computer, and it sounded like he was sitting in a gym somewhere. So, um, there you go. Coupled with the weird audio problems I was having anyway, I couldn't get uh, things to record at a decent level. Uh, so coupled with all that, you put all that together, and it makes for one uh, hard listening experience. So I apologize for that from the outset, but it is our thoughts on The Dark Knight Rises, and if you are completely unhappy with it, just email us and we'll talk about The Dark Knight Rises again. So uh, stick around or fast forward to the end. <laughs> Spoilers do abound, uh, but if you so if you don't want to be spoiled, fast forward to the end and uh, a few announcements that I need to make um, that are pretty exciting things. So uh, here is uh, that audio um, of myself and Derek and Matt Kruger talking The Dark Knight Rises. Um, Derek, we are Steven. We <laughs> Steven. 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 Uh, Sean. <laughs> we're happy to have with us today. Um, we are. Well, <laughs> I just I just like to ask all our listeners: don't ever call and ambush me, <laughs> and and just point blank say, "Hey, it's my birthday. Can I be on the podcast to talk about my favorite superhero ever?" <laughs> because though I am the jerk of all of our podcasts, I'm too nice to say no. With that in mind, I also we also owe this guy. He did a great job of airbrushing us up to uh, very different uh, uh, 
signs, posters. I don't know what you I was just... thought you were going to say license plate front end. <laughs> oh, man. What if they were? They should have been Derek. license plates. <laughs> Steric license plates. Derek. No, this is... Uh, yeah, that's going to happen. This is Matt Kruger, better known as Batmat, uh, on the... Hey, y'all. We used to say on the forums, now, wow, you are really jacked up on that mic, Matt. Mm, he's yeah. I mean, you are coming in hot, sir. Hot mic. It's a hot mic. Hot mic. Hot mic. And uh, and Matt basically ambushed me, but I figured I owed him because it took me so long to finally get that thing he sent to me for you, to you, Derek. That was like a year. <laughs> uh, or a little bit longer than that, actually. More than a year. I'd forgotten about it. Yeah, it, it took a while. It, because what I'd never realized is that he well, actually stuck... people don't know that the actual the postal system in Georgia shut down. Mm-hmm. Just, they don't have... They don't have USPS doesn't exist in Georgia anymore. Well, right and, here? and and the other, together. The altogether, other thing, it's gone. <laughs> Georgia seceded from the union. Easy, guy. come on. <laughs> they put out that Swarm eighty seven order. Swarm eighty seven. <laughs> that was the order given to secede from the union. <laughs> Um, <laughs> let's, okay, let's get all the jokes in order here. First off, <laughs> let's explain. Matt airbrushed us some great posterage, signage type stuff. Mine said The Incredible Honkin', and it was done up in the Incredible Hulk font, like from the comics. Derek's was the shoe logo done up as the Doomsday Super logo. Superman. Which I was super pleased to see in the final episode of Shoe that that made that in the in the background i was really i was like wow that's my piece i was like so happy yeah that's because it was at my house um <laughs> either that or dry erase marker on the wall that's <laughs> but uh but, <laughs> but matt, episode of shoe. matt sent those two pieces with me with the intention of me sending the one for derek which was the shoe logo to derek um but what I never realized is there was postage on the envelope that he'd included, and I and I just never stuck more post. I, I was like, well, I got to take this, and I hate going to the post office. Not realizing I could have just the stuck it. The whole reason Swarm 87 happened. Not, shut down. not realizing I could have just uh, driven to the mailbox and dropped it in there because I'm an unobservant idiot. But uh, anyhow. You drove to your mailbox? Do what? You drove you to, to the mailbox? Well, it, I would have had to bend it up to fit it in my little mailbox. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> didn't want to do that, but um, no. but so that's that's what we're talking about. With that the other thing, Swarm eighty seven, and I promised this guy this would happen. The other day, I was on the Twitter. You ever been on the Twitter? I have. Uh, yeah, I was there and tweeting a little bit about. Uh, welcome, by the way, Matt. Thanks for coercing <laughs> us into get having you on the show or co- coercing me. Yeah, thank you for being coerced. Yeah, no problem. Appreciate Anytime it. you want to let Steve, let us know where you're <laughs> holding Steve hostage, just send us <laughs> smoke signals and we'll get him out. <laughs> I can't find Georgia on the map, so yeah, well, I don't know Steve, if I'll be able to find him. Steve, do you have adequate food and water? I, I do. I okay. do. I, I actually had a peanut butter cup blizzard a minute ago. When's the last time you saw a window? Uh, not. Uh, it's been a while. Swarm 87. But they, <laughs> Swarm 87. But I was on the Twitter, and, and I was making jokes uh, the other day. Um, Back, I guess it was before Comic Con even. About uh, Derek and I were doing our standard bit of not of me not liking the Dark Knight and Derek not liking the Avengers. Mm, we hate them, and uh, respectively. <clears throat> and um, we, I mentioned, I said something about George Clooney being the best Batman ever. Uh-huh. Now understand, everyone, uh-huh. listeners, Matt, everybody, understand. I was being completely and. Con- Totally, con totally is that word. Sarcastic. 
And Swarm87, bless his heart, tweeted back, I agree, he was the best of all the Batman, <laughs> but too bad he had a terrible film to work with. Because yeah, that was the problem in the yeah, yeah, that yeah. was the whole problem with that. No, I completely, I completely respect Swarm 87's opinion. Sure. But, but I did tell him, prepare to be made fun of on the next episode of Geek Out Loud. <laughs> so uh, you know, I uh, I made sure to watch all of the old Batman movies before the uh, going why? in to watch it because I I'm that much of a freak, man. I love Batman that much. And so I sat through, I mean, my first two, obviously, are the, the first two were my favorites uh, back in the day. But when Schumacher took over and, you know, went sideways, I don't, to the parent groups that were fighting, you know, say, hey, make this a little bit more family friendly. Because they didn't like how dark it was going. Uh, he And he did. Man, he did. But he really upset a lot of us fanboys. So, well, now, I, gotta, I sat through and I watched them all because, you know, I, I have to. It's like sitting through, you know, I'm sure Steve has sat through and watched Ang Lee's Hulk a few times, even even though he doesn't, you know, as, as far as, like, like it, but like it. Am I right, Steve? Um, I've not watched Ang Lee's Hulk since The Incredible Hulk came out in theaters. Oh, so you just shunned it? I, I Indeed I have, sir. Well, now, now the shun's a strong word. Is let's, it? Let's unshun. Let's, Unshun. 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 <laughs> I wouldn't say you shunned it, Steve. You just did not see the point in revisiting. It, uh, agreed. Okay. Agreed. <laughs> just just checking things up. <clears throat> okay, uh, so that makes me that much more weird, I guess, to sit through and watch Batman and Robin. No, 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 no. Not weird. Not weird. I just, oh. I just wanted some... I'm all right uh, with my weirdness. I'm cool. I'm fine. I, I just wanted some um, reference for, for why you felt the need to sit through for... You know, films that didn't have to do anything with this trilogy. Actually, I was talking to a guy at my work, and he's like, he made a comment. He's like, "This is your Super Bowl." And I'm like, "Yes, this is my Super Bowl." So I'm like, I'm preparing. So I'm before like, the Super Bowl, you go back through the whole NFL roster and watch the entire season again, leading up to the Super Bowl. <laughs> no, he right. watches. No. He goes back if to the you, archives. If you think about it. No, I'm saying like, like a player would go and prepare and watch game footage. And get ready for the Super Bowl. That's what I did. Oh, so okay. You, so you, it's not you that you playing. go back. You were not just watching the Super Bowl. You were in the Super Bowl. You guys. That's are... right. No, of course I am. Okay. It's my world. I'm going to live in it. You guys. Right. <laughs> you guys are talking all over me on my show. Um. <laughs> now, now it's my turn to talk. <laughs> yeah. So now it's my turn to talk. I wanted to say I was going to make this joke, Derek. That uh, no, he goes back and watches all the Super Bowls. Leading up to. Uh, wow, that's this. intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just too much time. <clears throat> yeah, well, so is eight hours of Tim Burton slash uh, Joel Schumacher. Mm. Not that those uh, movies. Are, listen, not that those movies are bad. In fact, I enjoy Batman Forever. Batman and Robin, yeah, you think it's the best one. <laughs> totally love it. Yeah, George Clooney was the best Batman. I enjoy. Four eighty seven. Four eighty seven. Duck and cover. <sighs> I enjoy Batman Forever. More than I enjoy Batman Returns. Thank you. Um, I think Jim Carrey made an excellent Riddler. Oh, yeah. Uh, I even like Tommy Lee's Two-Face, even though I know it's not comic book accurate and everything. But Sure. I, I like Val Kilmer as Bruce Wayne. I did like Val Kilmer as Bruce Wayne and Batman. So, Steve, did you hit your echo button? Uh, no. Should I have? I don't know. You're coming through echoey. Well, 
You're not coming through echoey to me, Steve. I think it's okay. just you, sir. Thank you. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> things that will not be edited out of this episode. Um, all of this. All <laughs> yes. So, but we, we we we've we've got you on. Matt, because you are a huge Batman fan, and yes. you wanted to come talk the Dark Knight. That's why we have him on. That's right. Um, we are Where not are you being held hostage. Steve? That's right. <laughs> we. Uh, you can hear me. But uh, you you wanted to come on and talk the Dark Knight Rises with us. So I'll ask yes. you out of the gate: Was it everything you hoped it would be? Yes, it was everything that I hoped it would be. Okay. You want me to expand on that? <laughs> no, no, because your time on this will be much quicker if you just continue to give short, concise answers. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I, as I was watching it, um, three hours flew by. I mean, I was at the movie theater for eleven hours. Uh, we went all three. We did all three. Yeah, my wife and I went and sat through. When you know, she stayed with me the whole time. I was so proud of her. Because um, she wasn't, she's not a Batman fan as much as I am. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I sat through all three, and I'm mad. It sounds like nobody's much of a Batman fan as you are, because I don't think anybody True. psyched themselves up for the trilogy by going, "I'm going to uh, watch Batman and Robin now." <laughs> yep, that's right. So well, I'm proud then, of you. <laughs> thank Kudo. you. I um, I can I can live a little better now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I. I really enjoyed it. I was um, when it came down to Bane. I was so upset with the previous version of Bane in the movies. That uh, we need to go watch it. Yeah, that I sat through and watched it a second, or th- mm-hmm. second, third, fourth time. Yeah, uh, but this Bane was so much more like the comics. Bane, the psychology of the character. You know, they stuck to it. They stuck to the the actual bad guy, they didn't go into the whole Venom thing, which I kind of was surprised. You know, he was just an intellectual genius, essentially. You know, the equal to Batman. So, just called out, you know, Bruce right out there. By the way, spoilers. Oh, no, we we said from the beginning of the episode that'd be spoiler heavy on the movies we talk about this this particular episode. Oh, good, good. Yeah, so I hope I get to see. I didn't want to hold back. <laughs> yeah, no, there's no holding back. There's no holding back. I, oh, I like I like the portrayal of Bane in the in this movie, but here's the thing. And well, Derek, you did you how did you feel about the Dark Knight Rises? Called it. Okay. Called it. <laughs> what did you call? Uh, I, I called something about halfway through that movie. I called so, all of it weeks ago, Stephen. For what did you call specifically? Every bit of it. You said he was going to die. He did. He did not die. He died. He didn't die. He didn't die. No. You really think that was Bruce Wayne? It was definitely <laughs> Bruce Wayne. Mm. I have a dream that <laughs> I will be sitting there drinking this tiny little drink that quenches no one's thirst. Listen, don't even start. <laughs> it I, was I, a tiny I, little drink, wasn't I, it? <laughs> I, I I wept. I'm not even getting into it. It just. <laughs> Look, the night so. started off bad. I didn't get a I get in I didn't get a Man of Steel trailer. Did you not? Oh that's right. What? I told you this. I did. So did let me I. let me paint a picture for you, Steve. Paint it. Five of us. Including you who didn't show up. But yes. five of us. <laughs> Trek to Birmingham, which is two hours away to go see 
The Dark Knight Rises, and IMAX. There's several IMAX theaters in Alabama. Birmingham being the closest. There's one in Tuscaloosa. There's a few other ones. There's one in Huntsville. The one in Huntsville is at the space station. Uh, you know, space camp. Well, that's that. no and moon. That exactly. And but it's a dome. Mm. It's a dome IMAX mm. because it's a planetarium. Planet area. <laughs> and so I'm like, not gonna do that. Not gonna do it. Not gonna do that. What big prudent points of light. <laughs> Push forward. <laughs> so. Yeah, so, so, so we're going to go to Birmingham. And we're like, great, let's go to Birmingham. Guess what Birmingham is? A dome IMAX. A dome, dome IMAX. Dome IMAX. IMAX. You called it, Steve. You called it. So do you do you watch the movie on the dome? You watch the movie on the... You watch an IMAX movie on a ceiling. You lean back. Lean back. What? And you are like almost in a dentist chair. Hmm. And because it's not a typical IMAX format, and see, I was with people who had never been to an IMAX movie before, so I was telling, I was getting them pumped up the whole way. I was like, "This is exciting! You've never been to an IMAX because I saw, I saw Dark Knight in IMAX. I've, you know, I've seen tons of movies in IMAX and 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 300 and all this other stuff. So I was like, "You're gonna, you're gonna love this! You're gonna love the IMAX! It's huge!" My dad went with me. He had never been to an IMAX. It was really exciting. Um, and then, of course, we get there, <laughs> and everybody's complaining. Like, I'm never going to do anything nice for you guys ever again. <laughs> well, look, I mean, was it not a good experience in the Dome IMAX? It really wasn't, Steve. Oh, okay. I, it really wasn't. Um, because from your tweets, I felt like you were saying, this is really cool. Well, the first hour was extremely cool. I've been in one of these before, but I've never been in an IMAX. I've been in these seats where, you know, it's a planetarium. They lean you back, and you've got the headrest, mm-hmm. and you're watching the whole thing on the ceiling. The first hour was pretty cool. And I, you can't see me right now. But, all right, look, look up, Steve. Look at your ceiling. Okay. Okay. So you got your peripheral, folks at home, look up mm-hmm. at your ceiling. Mm-hmm. You've got your peripheral. It. You've got your peripheral vision on yes. your left and right. Yes. Now, like on my left and right, I've got two closets right now. Mm-hmm. So I've got two door frames. As, imagine, if you will, it's pitch that, black where I'm at, Derek. Oh, it's pitch black. Why are you recording the? Do- I don't want to know. Never mind. I, it's this. Four, se- four it's this. Seven. It's this cellar he threw me in. Oh, oh that makes more sense. <laughs> Follow the bit, Derek. Follow the bit. <laughs> Puts the lotion on. <laughs> okay, so picture, if you will, Christian Bale is standing front and center. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's let's okay let's jump to the end. Picture, if you will, Batman is standing front and center. Mm-hmm. On your left is is Commissioner Gordon, mm-hmm. and on your right is Selena Kyle. Mm-hmm. Right as he's about to, you know, some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. Yes, this, oh, this is going totally down. was in the movie. You can see Batman, but to see Commissioner Gordon or Selena Kyle, you have to physically turn your head ah. across, over. You have to you have to scroll your neck to the other side of the ceiling to see Commissioner Gordon. And once you go that way, you can't see Batman anymore. So it was it was basically you just had to follow whoever was talking. So if that the tumbler like if the tumbler drives on screen on the right, you have to turn. I'm t- turning my head, so my voice is probably going with me. Um, if you, you, if the tumbler comes on screen on the right, you have to follow it all the way across the ceiling, and then it goes off screen on the left, down. So, you know, it was fun for about an hour. Mm-hmm. Like the when the, the, the when the bat symbol comes at you in the glass, the shattered glass, and Commissioner Gordon, I was like, oh, this is great. 
<laughs> and then they're driving through that field to the plane. I'm like, oh, stop it. This is not fun anymore. <laughs> I have no idea what end is up. Um, so, yeah. So, in typical Nolan fashion, you know, whenever he cut scenes, there's a great panoramic view of Gotham City. Mm-hmm. So, they would have that five seconds of panoramic Gotham, and all of us would be, like, cracking our neck and spinning our neck around <laughs> and trying to get comfy and then, you know, assume the position again. Um, but because it wasn't a typical IMAX format, we didn't get any trailers. So, uh. didn't see Skyfall, didn't see Man of Steel. The Hobbit, and didn't see The Hobbit, and saw two thirds of the movie at, at one time, maybe one third. My heart is breaking for you right now. It's okay, I'm gonna do it again. Good. <laughs> I was gonna so, try to say it, I didn't get to. It. I mean, I saw it. I, I heard it. I know. <laughs> I know what happened. <laughs> so what? It's nothing like my Dark Knight experience, which was just atrocious. But you know. Something messed up with the IMAX beforehand, so the four o'clock showing before us was started like an hour later. Mm-hmm. So our screening was at seven, and they didn't even seat us in the theater until seven forty-five, mm-hmm. which is fine, other than being you know wake up home and have so, to drive back. But I got a really cool Batman Dark Knight popcorn bin. Oh, like, I thought you were about to say poster. No, no, I didn't get one. So now, did you? Uh, did I mean obviously this kind of it taints your 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 viewing of the movie itself, but now I wouldn't say that it did. Okay, maybe I should I have asked still, that. Did I, this taint you your know, viewing? I was fine. Like it was over with, and I was pumped. And mm-hmm. well, and here's the thing that pissed me off. I got a cute. You would have you would have loved being there, Steve. So you know, um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt standing on the platform, and it's rising up. Mm-hmm. Black. The Dark Knight Rises. Yes. Black credits. Thank you for visiting the McWayne Science Center. Shut up! (laughs) (laughs) They kill all the audio to the movie. I was like, stop it! Everybody started laughing. Nice. (laughs) Because it was such an epic moment. Yes, And the music was swelling and everything. And then they just muffled it. Welcome. Thank you for visiting the McWayne Science Center. Wow. Please exit to the right. Yes. I was like, no! (laughs) You need to leave. So I was like, what if they had done that during the shawarma scene? I was like, you don't talk about Avengers right now. Yeah. Avengers had their time. <laughs> so what did you think overall, Derek? Were you happy with it? Were you pleased with The Dark Knight Rises? Yeah, I, I, I think it was fitting. I think that's really the best word. Yeah. Um, the best word for it was fitting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I mean, I, I wasn't disappointed at all. I, I think there were several things that were evident that going into it were going to have to happen. Yeah, knowing yeah. that they were closing out, and you know the legend ends and all that stuff. Yeah, um, I'll I'll say I wasn't surprised by anything. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Is that? I mean, yeah, nothing really yeah. shocked me. Okay. The one the one thing that people like, oh, you'll see it coming a mile away, was the thing that people have been talking about on the internet for months now. And and that what was that? That was Talia. Okay. And I really felt like they kind of turned that oh. on their head because they kind of threw a, a curveball at you and was like, "No, it's Bane. Bane is the son of of Roz." And I was like, "Whoa." See, I when I and was in just, the theater, they just screwed with everybody who had been saying this but, for months. I was like, "Good on you, Nolan." But and Bane then, wasn't and, the son of Roz. I know. Right. But they they led you to believe that for oh, a good. I got you. 
10 minutes. Yes, yes, yes. Right. Before the uh, before the, you know, the, revel- the revelation just kind of unwound upon itself. Yeah. Um which is fine. I have no problem with the mm-hmm. fact that she was and I think it worked out well and mm-hmm. I love how they kind of they tied 3 to 3 to well they tied all 3 of them together, but really 3 right. to 1 were more, you know, uh hand in hand mm-hmm. with Everything coming full circle. I don't know. I, I really I enjoyed it. Um, like I said, I, th- I think I just don't think there were a whole lot of. And I don't know what twist. I mean, there was no. Was there a twist in the Dark Knight? There wasn't. Not really. No. Not really. I mean, and the twist in Batman Begins was Descartes actually being Roz, which is kind of what I told you today, Steve. It was a little bit. I felt kind of the same way. Yeah, I knew. I knew. I knew from the minute I saw him on screen, no matter what he called himself, I'm like, well, then why do you have a funny mustache and goatee like Roz Al Ghul? Hmm. <laughs> So, yeah, I wasn't, like, shocked by anything. Nothing really surprised me. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, Lucius didn't die. Alfred didn't die. Gordon didn't die. So, I, I, I was really pleased with how it turned out. I think I think they did Good. a fantastic job. I think Nolan, uh, you know, reading his letter about um, saying goodbye, you know, that his kid was born when they were working on the first Tumblr. Mm-hmm. Have you read this? I have not, no. It was just an open letter to fans, and he was like, you know, my kid turns nine this week, and he was born uh, when we were gluing the tumbler, the first tumbler together for the first time. And you know, I've been on this journey with you, and you know, I've gotten to know all this, and and it, it was very heartfelt and very appropriate, and a class act as much as he is. But it was, you know, I think everything was just very much handled. Uh, I, I don't know what they would have done different. Yeah. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, so I think I think the the end opens a lot to discussion, lends itself towards that. Yeah. Uh, well, you so, know, the end has been a point of confusion for a lot of my casual movie going friends. Well, I've read a lot of online reviews, and I that I don't that are very like steadfast. Like I read one on Slash Film today that was like, and then Gordon rebuilt the. Uh, bat symbol and I was like bat signal and I was like uh, I don't think that he did no he didn't no it was already there it was like a gift he was very surprised that mm-hmm. was a look of surprise when he saw right. yeah that was completed and yeah it was on slash film and they were like and then you see Gordon rebuilt the bat signal which means yada yada I was like he didn't that was no that was done you know Bruce did that yeah yeah the whole idea and again guys correct me if I'm wrong the whole idea of the end is that Batman Wanted every or Bruce rather wanted everyone to think he was dead, but he was going to make sure that the Batman lived on. And well, I mean, it's a it's an ongoing point, I, not only in the trilogy. Batman's not just a man; he's a symbol. Anybody can wear, you know, anybody can be Batman. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and it's, it's, and and let it, right guy could. and let's make it clear that it's not John Blake is not going to take up the mantle of Robin. He's going to take up the mantle of Batman. Yes. And a lot of people think because a lot of people think because his name is Robin that he's going to be Robin. But you know, I was like, no, that's just his name, and that was just a nod to that character, and should not have even been in there. Did you not like it? Uh, I I I liked it fine until I saw how much confusion it was causing just some casual movie going friends of mine. So. I enjoyed it. I I thought that you know it's like oh Robin yeah and you know I was like I could see him as Robin you know I mean uh, 
no, uh, what's his name? Levitz. Levitz. Uh, he, uh, Gordon Levitt. Yeah, that long name. He could totally pull it off, you know. And what I was, what I was wondering is, even though Nolan was saying this is the end of the legend, you know, the the last of the trilogy, it almost looked like he was, you know. And I'm just conjecturing here that he was pulling, you know, the baton out and passing it on to whoever was to pick it up and go on with the story. But he was like, I'm done with this story. That's kind of what how I felt at the end of the movie when. They found out that uh, the bat, you know, was out on autopilot as it took the nuclear bomb out to sea, you know, and that was Bruce Wayne's card. And, you know, and then uh, as the as the Robin goes into, I just used air quotes for the first time as I'm talking here. <laughs> Uh, as Robin goes in and he's and he's standing on that and the bat everything opens up in the bat cave for him, you know it just looked like you know yeah he was tying up all sorts of stuff but he totally left it open for somebody to come along and say okay let's go ahead and move on with the story let's do something different. Okay, well let me respond to that this way though, and and this is where I'm probably going to end up being the more negative person about this movie. Uh, Steve, I'm going to go ahead and side with you. Okay, <laughs> I know where you're going, and I'm I'm on your side. On on this episode, oh, I'm probably going to be the more negative person about this movie as a whole, just to point, but just because of my geeky gripes. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want to see a movie about Batman that's not Bruce Wayne. Um, and and so I don't think that he's setting up for people to take over. And if someone should take the mantle of the Batman movies, it doesn't need to be John Blake as the Batman. It needs to be Bruce Wayne. Is sure, the, I, I, you I misunderstood think, me. Oh. I was saying that another director. Right. right. Somebody but other saying, than Nolan you're taking. The continuation and, of this story, right? Right. But yeah. I don't see uh, him as taking over the Batman costume, the, taking over the cowl. But that's what you're. That's how you're. That's how it's ending there. He's going to be Batman in this in this story. Yeah. yeah I mean, that, there would be no reason for the reveal of him finding the bat suit and everything. Yeah. And see there, and that's where that. I can see that point of view. Because that's that's the whole argument in the whole movie. You know, it's just a mat. Anybody can be Batman. You can be Batman. You. I am Batman. Because you can. Well, I'm saying Bruce <laughs> says to to Blake. You know, the the reasons are all there all along, and that's something he instilled in him from sure. the first conversation at Wayne Manor to all the way to the end. Yeah. Well, and that's and that's my thing and 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 see Matt, you're coming at it from from the angle that other people have come at it. They're like, "Oh, he's going to go like when I started talking about it with someone that seemed like, you mean he's going to be Batman? I thought he was going to be Robin." And they would not have thought that if there hadn't have been that little thing about his name in there. His real name is like Robin John Blake or John Robin Blake or Robin Blake or something like that. Right. And and so just because they threw that name in there, People, there are people who go and think, "Oh, he's going to be Robin." No, Bruce Wayne yeah, that, is done was, being Batman. That was nothing more than a nod. Yes, yeah. and Bruce Wayne is done being Batman. That's the whole point. That's why when you see him at that table at the end, uh, where he's Alfred looks a over and sees life him. that is the dream that Alfred had. But it's Poor not Sammy. a yeah that that happy life. He's like, I have this dream of seeing you in, at this table right. with a family, and you're happy. You've never came back to Gotham. Yes, exactly. But the thing yeah. is, is that's not a dream sequence. Right. No, that end was not a dream sequence. Right. And so that that whole sequence or that whole bit is um, 
is Bruce being happy, and he's done being oh. Batman. Selena Kyle has gotten her clean slate. They're off in the sunset. And therein, guys, lies some of my issues with this whole thing. Um, I think this movie was great as a Nolan Batman story wrapping up in a nice trilogy. I thought it, it was a great ending to a good trilogy of movies. I thought that uh, it's beautiful to look at. I enjoyed the characterizations of everybody. But Batman is not a legend. <laughs> he he uh, he saved Gotham from Ra's al Ghul. He took down the Joker. He was accused of murdering Harvey Dent, and then he saved the city from Bane. The end. Right. You know that's not that's not a Batman legend. That's this guy. Remember this hero that popped up? You know, twenty years ago that did this. And I know that the whole idea is that John Lake will now John Blake will now carry on the legend of the Batman. But John Blake is not Batman. Bruce Wayne is, and. Uh -huh. And so from the get-go, I had trepidations about this. When it's been eight years and Bruce retreated into being Bruce, anytime you read in the comics when something tragic happens, like the death of a loved one or like someone, Bruce never retreated into being Bruce. He retreated into being Batman. You know, Batman was always his escape, not, not, to, become some, not to become some loner, solitary dude in a mansion. You know, um, and then... And so to be gone for eight years, and I don't know, I just, there was just something about that that didn't fit right to me. There was something about um, the whole, even the whole idea of Harvey Dent Day. You know, it just didn't fit to me. I understood why it's there. I understood what they're doing. Even the Dent Act, it's just like, what? Mm -hmm. You know, it, it just was like, <clears throat> this, this isn't working for me. And it, and it taints everybody involved in that cover-up, with the exception of Batman. You know, I mean, even after everything's gone to pot and, and, and it's finally revealed that Dent went nuts to everybody and, and John Blake's sitting there talking to Gordon about it, he goes off on Jim Gordon, you know, and Gordon's like, I had to make the oh, hard yeah. choice, da 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 And it's like, um, yeah, you know what, though? John Blake's right. You were wrong for doing that. Mm -hmm. and, and, and so your whole legacy is now tainted because of that one deception, that one cover-up. And I don't... I don't like that idea. I, you know, it's like if you're going to if you're going to end this thing and it's going to be the Dark Knight Rises, then we're shaking off all the dust and we're shaking off all the dirt and we haven't been covering up crap for eight years. He's been out there taking down villains, even though the cops may be after me. You know, it's like I was fine with him saying I'll take the blame. I was fine with that, but in, <laughs> until he, until you find out he wasn't Batman at all for eight years, and it's like no, that to me that didn't feel right. And then to just kind of show back up and wrap up and and all right, goodbye, good night, everybody. John, take well, over. I, you know, Steve, I'm <laughs> the, the first thing I thought in the theater as I was watching half the screen and then quickly the other half of the screen. I was so badly because you and I talked. Was not was I in line? Yeah, you yeah. called because you had already seen it in typical Steve fashion. You're gonna love the Man of Steel trailer. Thanks, Steve. Shut um, up. Shut up. Um, but I sit there, I was, you know, all this ending, you know, the, the last will and testament and the, the orphans going to, to the mansion mm -hmm. and, and Blake getting the bag. And, and I was like, am I watching Revenge of the Sith? Because <laughs> <laughs> this is all getting tied up real quickly here yeah. with a little bow on it. Yeah. I, I, thought, I felt like I was reading Dark Knight Returns by Frank Miller. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, there's definitely a, uh, 
and and since Batman Begins, he's always said, you know, I, I was influenced by this Batman, by this story. But uh-huh. you know, I have my I have my problems with Dark Knight Returns, and this is and again, this comes from me and the way I like my heroes and my superheroes. You know, I have my problems with Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns. I, I, it's an incredible story. I recognize that. But it's one of those Elseworld stories that somehow became DC canon. You know, like Kingdom Come, like, um, like so many other things that have just kind of that got accepted of this is the future. Right. Really? No, it's just a good Elseworld story. You know, it's a, it's a great take. And, that, and again, that's saying, and I'm saying this about this. For, for, Chris, for a Christopher Nolan film, this movie was a great wrap up to this trilogy but i but i really uh-huh. had a problem with that core of the character i had a problem when alfred left now i i cried i teared up when he and alfred had that conversation in the hallway and alfred's like i can't stand by and watch you do this the size of a tangerine um and 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 he leaves i teared up but at the same time i'm like i don't think alfred would do that yeah i have to agree with you i don't think alfred would ever have left his side for the simple fact that he didn't want to be standing in front of that grave the way he was at the end of the movie. Exactly. He was That's he was the I protector of Bruce. He's he's always been that protector. You know, he sews him up. He, you know, he nurses him back to health, you know, when you know, in the in begins when no, yeah, it was when begins when uh, Bruce is on the top of that roof and he's yelling out to alfred after he's going through fear you know the fear toxin i mean man that one that's what kind of tore my heart you know oh, yeah when he's, he's yelling out yeah, to when, his when, dad yeah when you know, alfred turns around and he's crying yeah, yeah when alfred's driving him home and he's all panicky yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. A, and that's oh, the thing man. after putting up with all he's gone through he's not going to just turn his back on bruce because bruce is not going to stop being batman at this point you know, and no, he wouldn't. Have. And even if he did in that moment, he would have been back before the funeral. I would, I don't know, you know. But Derek, you brought up a great point. There are two big points, and and you brought this up, and then Brian Q. Miller brought up the other one. The first is how did Batman get back into Gotham? You know, I, a lot of people I've I've read reviews, and people were thinking the whole time during the whole when Batman gets stabbed and the reveal of everything and Talia and Bane and it was like the reveal of the long con mm-hmm. everybody was questioning mm-hmm. that I wasn't questioning that but I really didn't question anything in the whole movie because he's Batman Yeah, and that seems to always in comics that's always the excuse people get away with right right is how did he do X, Y, and Z he's Batman, he's Batman. and I guess I yeah. can I guess I can believe he got he was able to get back into Gotham I'm sure he has his ways I'm yeah I Whatever you know, he didn't have access to the bat. Mm-hmm. He couldn't get across the bridges. Everything's being watched. But whatever. But he's surely Bruce he Wayne. had something in his Batmany ways. You know, across he's the Bruce river. Wayne, and he's purely capable of, um, uh, you know, making all that. Yeah. What? Well, and then uh, the other the other thing Brian Q Miller brought up: How'd they get that TV getting signal down there in his uh, cell? <laughs> Yeah, I said, to, I said, I said to BQM, I said, I just want to know how he got back in the Gotham. He said, I just want to know how he got Dish TV down in the, in the pit. <laughs> I did. So true. I, BQM. Touché. I did like the pit stuff. I liked when the old, you know, the t- you know, your typical old man that's been there for fifty years is kind of telling yeah. him the story. And I like how he says at one point, he's like, "I'm not scared of death." He's like, "Well, that's your problem." You know, to really push yourself past the limits 
you've got to be afraid of death because otherwise how will you know where your limits are? And, and that's the whole idea. You know, he's, he he'd had this whole death wish, and so of course he's not going to fight hard to stay alive. He's not going to continue to struggle. And so I really like that, I, you know, and when the dude is like, I don't know what my, when he's like talking about getting out of there, and the guy's like, you have to do it like the child did it. With, and I'm like, with no rope. And the guy says, with no rope. And I'm like, exactly. Echo. <laughs> Echo. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, it, it was, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the stuff with Lucius Fox. Um, I enjoyed the, the nipping at his heels by the other business. But the other thing I, the other thing I had an issue with is this. I, I don't like preachy superhero movies unless it's Superman for the quest for peace. Um, you know, because I, it's like, I'm tired of, and I don't want to get too into the politics behind everything, but I'm really tired of everyone acting like people are evil just because they're rich, you know? Yeah. And that's, and this whole movie had that whole backdrop. And I know it has nothing to do with the politics of what was going on while they were filming. I recognize that, but there is the idea behind it. It's just like the end of the other guys when the whole credit sequences are like suddenly it's been this funny movie, a fun movie, and yeah, suddenly and it's hit like you with the real world. Yeah, crap. it hits you with the real world stuff, and it's like I didn't come here for the real world. Right. I came here for a Batman story, and a lot of people are talking it's too big, a nuclear explosion, blah blah. I'm like, that's comic books, man. They've had something like that in every <laughs> single movie, every okay. single Batman movie. That microwave emitter, the the sonar stuff that he had to find the Joker and seven hundred year old night's okay, but the aliens not. <laughs> <laughs> do what now? The 700-year-old knight's okay, but the alien's not? Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of the microwave emitter that turns, like, everything liquid into steam, any kind of, like, H2O into steam, Right. how come it didn't do that to anybody that was standing near that, like Raz al Ghul or any well, of those I always, I always thought the same thing. I'm like, we are 85% water. Yeah. But the whole thing is... For me, that's one of those things that you just suspend your disbelief and enjoy right. the ride. Oh, I still enjoy the ride. Sure. It's just one of those things that I'm just like, what? But see, that's one of those that's one of those comic book things that I'm talking about. And like with yeah. this whole nuclear reactor thing, it's like um, I, I saw a lot of people saying, well, it's just too much, it's too big. I'm like, well, you know, they they, they basically did No Man's Land and yes. Nightfall all in one big story. Yeah, and, I, I was actually saying that earlier today that uh, they had squished a bunch of different storylines all together to finish this movie out. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. and so, I have no problem with a nuclear device. And and Derek, you texted me, I guess, as you were watching it. Couldn't have done that. The phone was dead. Okay. Well, you texted me after you had watched it with the very thing that I thought while I was watching it, and no one else that I knew had oh, really right when I walked out. And no one, no one else that I knew had seen it. But while I'm watching it, and he's flying down the road with that bomb strapped to the to the bat, there, I'm like, some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. And I was thinking that exact same thing in the theater. And I was like, that is so awesome. You know how shallow I am, though, Steve? I walked out thinking nobody in the world thought of this. This is the best (laughs) line ever. No. Like, like I had not seen that online at all. And then I get on, like, Twitter, like, the next day. I was like, oh, son of a... Everybody thought it. (laughs) So, well, I mean, but all the geeks thought it. So, well. One one of the scenes in the movie that kind of hit me is really odd was... There was Batman and Catwoman and Gordon standing right next to each other, and they were all kind of just derped out, if you know if you follow what I mean. 
you know, they're just kind of looking off at, I, I guess, Talia, if I'm remembering right. It's been a, you know, I don't know, so much is going when she, on. When but she's dying in the seat. They, yeah, they're and they're all just, it's in broad daylight. Batman's in costume, Catwoman's in costume, and Gordon's standing right next to him. And they're all just kind of just looking at her. And it just, it looks like, especially, <laughs> especially Bruce's face or Batman's face, it just, it looks so funny. I was almost like laughing because of it. And here, you know, it's supposed to be Talia's dying, and it's kind of the serious scene. But I don't know. I was, I was feeling a little weird right there. Well, I mean, did anybody? I mean, do you think that anybody uh, cared that Talia was dying? I mean, because I, was, I, was I did. Laughing. I mean, to be to be introduced to her is one thing. Um, then to have that swerve is another. But once that swerve takes place, I mean, in a movie, that's what you want to see happen. You want to see someone that evil bite the dust. You know, my yeah. thing is, is she was just going, I see, and this is the thing. And, and again, it comes down to some little nitpicky geeky things, but Bane right. is not one of these people that's going to go die for his plan like this. He would have had an out, you know, everyone's like, he's so yeah. much more like the comic book Bane. He is in as much as he had this grand master plan, but he had no plan of escape. Right. You know? And it's like, I don't care what League of Shadows you're a part of. You're going to have a... If you're that out for something, you're going to have a way to get yourself out and enjoy the benefits of what you've done. I I agree, um, except for I did not like Talia dying. I think that uh, her character, I mean, she, you know, she's in the comics, she's the one that produces Damien, you know, her and Bruce. But, dude, you there's know, not so even... That, and they actually, you know had their time together if you catch my drift mm -hmm. um you know so for her to die and she kind of died in this sense like she was you know uh as like uh really into the cause you know she was just she's so sold out to the cause i'm willing to die for my cause you know mm -hmm. but that's you know talia was never that way in the comic books yeah well see know? and again and, again that's another thing and and you brought up Damien. I don't have a problem with what she was supposed to do beyond this point because obviously there is no Dick Grayson, there's no Tim Drake in this universe. Right. Um, uh -huh. There's not going to be that type of legacy, so you don't have to worry about a Damien. You know, um, I'm just saying that that there's no other end she could have had in this particular movie except death. Uh -huh. You know, or I guess jail. jail. Then she would have got out. Yeah, because Lazar Gore would have came and broke her out because he didn't die. Yeah. You know, I'm seeing that, and I'm being, you know, facetious. He actually did die in these movies in this universe. Right. There's and that's no something Lazarus that just pit. he couldn't happen. I mean, he would have. They would have taken him right to a Lazarus pit and and rose him from the dead, and because he's immortal. Right. But the movie uh, made think, it out to be that idea, just like Batman. You know, something we, missing. I think we got our nod to the Lazarus pit, and you know, Bruce healing himself. I think that was all very subtly done. Oh wow! By calling that place the pit. Yeah, okay. Oh, uh, nice. Didn't think about that. I like the way they got around a broken back with just a, a dislocated vertebrae. Yeah. <laughs> just some guy punching him in the back. You still got the iconic of him being broken. Yeah, oh, sure, oh, sure. yeah, comic book cover right there on screen. Yeah, it was, it was, I mean, that's the thing. There was a lot good about this movie so that I'm not, I'm not walking away like I hated The Dark Knight Rises, though I'm sure that'll become the legacy on Geek Out Loud. Um I'm just saying it, I, there's enough about it to me that, I, you know, I'd said leading up, Derek, as we talked about, because you were calling that Batman would die, that sort of thing. Um, and I said, if he dies, I'm going to be upset because this is not the Dark Knight dies. This is the Dark Knight Rises. Right. 
And so I do feel a little cheapened by that. Like, I, I really do feel like it should have been Bruce at peace, but still doing his job as Batman at the end, you know? I agree. Um, but other than that, the great reveal at the end, you know, the, the music as it's ramping up to something and, and all the parallels between, you know, him going down that cave and even right down to having the same kind of light in his hand as the bats all fly at him and... Um, mm-hmm. You know, talking about John Blake, of course, to to the pearls being the same pearls that uh, Bruce's dad gave his mom, um, you know, that he showed Bruce. And like, do you think your mom will like these? Um, you know, I thought that was a great touch. I thought that uh, I, I yeah. loved Anne Hathaway as Selena Kyle. I, I didn't think I was going to like her. I, I went into this, you know, one, I, I stayed away from any kind of spoilers. I had no idea about the Talia thing. But, to, you know, I went into it knowing that Bane was going to be there, Catwoman was going to be there, Selena Kyle, and there was going to be a bat, a flying bat car, you know, the bat. The bat. So, you know, when I went into it, I, w- I actually was like, man, I cannot see her playing Catwoman, you know. I mean, Michelle Pfeiffer is still my favorite Catwoman, but I think she did an amazing job at, at portraying Selena Kyle. Yeah, that's and that's the thing, and it's been it, to me, it's the best portrayal of Selena Kyle we've had on screen, um, in in any film or, or television adaptation other than like the animated stuff. But um, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I, I loved her, Selena Kyle. Of course, everyone that was in this movie did a great job. Uh, Tom Hardy was a great Bane. I I liked, oh, yeah. you know, I did, you know, I, I was okay with the exclusion of Venom. I liked that his mask had a purpose uh, beyond just him being a former luchador or whatever. Um, uh, you know, and so in the end, in the end, I was satisfied with this movie, but I, what I want, what I want from Warner brothers and all, what I want from these people is to, is to give us in the way that Marvel studios and Paramount first and and now Disney have just unashamedly given us characters that are literally ripped out of the page that the only real change to their origin is to update the timeline of it a bit. Yeah. You know, and and so, so rather than being wounded in Vietnam, Tony was wounded over in Afghanistan. Rather than, right. you know, <laughs> rather than a gamma bomb explosion testing during the atomic age, you know, Bruce Banner's came as he was trying to re, you know, redo the super soldier serum. And rather than Captain America waking up in the '60s, he wakes up, you know, now, and right. and so. I really would like to see from Warner Brothers slash DC, you know, have the guts to go full on comic book, have the guts to do this, because if you'll keep the characters right and you'll and you'll do the story right, you'll make a million, a billion and a half dollars. Yeah, you'll make the money and some change. So absolutely. uh, Matt, final thoughts from you on The Dark Knight Rises. Oh, final thoughts. Um I absolutely could not. I mean, even everything that was said tonight, you know, everything that you said and brought up, and I do, you know, I agreed with some of the things that you said. Um, it's still a great wrap up to the, the to the trilogy, uh, and yeah. uh, really enjoyed it. Um, I'd never been in any kind of a fandom experience like I was in that theater. Uh, that was, you know, Derek painted a picture of his experience. Mine was. Um, amazing. I got there two hours early and I was not the first one in line. You know, and I had pre-bought my tickets. And people were clapping and cheering and you know, 
there, you know, when we left after three movies, it looked like a popcorn bomb exploded in the theater. You know, it was just, I, I was, I was amazed. I had a blast. Um, it just, it really brought the, it really brought this kind of, uh, almost a family feel to the theater because everybody in there was as much of a fan as I was. Yeah. And so it was really enjoyable to have that experience that I've, like I said, I've never been in anything like that before. I've never gone to a comic con or anything where you have all these fans in a room just going off, Yeah, you know, and these guys, and it was like that. I mean, there was, you know, half the theater was in underwear, you know, cause they were wearing their Batman boxers over something. You know, so, and there was people in costume. I don't, need, I don't need that picture painted. I didn't need it either, <laughs> but it was still funny. <laughs> um, but I mean, it was just—it was so much fun to mm-hmm. see that. And then, um, you know, and I was actually when I was going in through the tr- the trailers, when I was sitting there watching those trailers, um, everybody was cheering. You know, like like seriously cheering when the Hobbit came on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, you know, I mean, everybody in here, because I mean, I'm, I love The Hobbit, I love the L-O-T-R and all that stuff, but, you know, I was, you know, I, I'm not that excited about it, I'm here to see Batman. Right. Um, but, um, and then the Superman, you know, Man of Steel trailer came on, nobody clapped. I, I was shocked. I mean, I'm like, are you serious? Hmm. You know, <laughs> that, I guess... To me, I was like, that was amazing. Because, I mean, I am just as much of a Superman fan as I am a Batman fan. Yeah. Uh, well, not as much, but there, it comes in a close second. Um, so I was like, when I first saw the the trailer, I didn't know that that was coming at all. So I was like, man, is this Shazam? Is this, our, you know, what is this? Shazam. <laughs> I, I was, yeah, I was, <laughs> you know, it was like the... The imagery that they were showing was just completely off from what I was used to yeah. as far as Smallville or yeah. anything like that. You know, I mean, you guys got me sucked into Smallville. So, I mean, you're welcome. You know, you're welcome. I, I am. I appreciate it every step of the way. <laughs> um, so, you know, then all of a sudden it's like when they, when Superman's busting through the sound barrier, I was like, that's cool. Yeah. And I'm like waiting for everybody to start cheering too and nobody does and i was just like wow that's weird yeah. you know but so i guess most batman fans are hobbit fans but not superman fans. well i have a whole i have a whole uh explanation of that later on in yeah the show. I, got, I got about an hour worth on the man still so, so. um but uh so but i enjoyed it yeah good good derek your final thoughts on the dark knight rises <sighs> so it goes batman begins Greater than symbol, the Dark Knight Rises. Greater than symbol, the Dark Knight. Oh, really? Okay. I think it does. Okay. I I don't know. I just um, I need to see it again. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And I uh, I'm going back through nefarious plans. Plan to do that tonight. Okay. So we'll uh, <laughs> good times. I'm just I'm I'm the the dialogue. Mm-hmm. There were so many good quotes in this one. Yeah, there really were, really were. Lo- many of them so delivered by Bane. Just a lot of them by Bane, by Spanish Sean Connery. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, thank you so much. Maybe uh, he's wondering Sean Connery. Maybe he's wondering why you'd shoot a man then throw him out of the plane. Welcome to the rock. Yeah. From the, but um, 
one of that I mean that the shadows betray you because they belong to me. Yeah. Is one yeah. of my favorite lines from the whole thing. But I'm 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 excited to see it again. I'm almost excited to see it again as I was the first time. Okay. Because I I feel like I'm gonna pull all new things from it this time. Yeah. Well you'll um, be able to take it all in without twisting your I head will back but without forth. having to look back and forth. I can't. I guess I can't have a good movie going experience anymore. Um, I'm just gonna have to rent an IMAX like by myself for Man of Steel. It's just pay the money, and I'm only the one, the only one allowed in there. Have it in your Steve backyard. Me. Just, just Steve and me. We're the okay. only two allowed in there. And Steve just sits three rows in front of me, and like every time he like punches out of my. Hey, that was awesome. Like, that was awesome. Hey, did you see that? I just lean over and yell at Steve. Well, now it wasn't IMAX, but our John Carter experience was awesome. We did have a good John Carter experience because we were the only the only four people yes. in the theater. So, I mean, I think at one point I stood up and like yelled at the screen. <laughs> oh man! So, That'd um, funny to see. you know, uh, final thoughts on the Dark Knight Rises. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it as as I said already. The end of the Nolan trilogy. I look forward to someone taking the reins of a Batman franchise. And being being gutsy enough to uh, to really just rip him off the comic book page and, and have all the darkness that needs to be there that we always talk about oh. darkness, but also have the whimsy that needs to be there. You know, I look forward to someone who has the guts to take the balancing presence of Robin and stick him in a series of Batman movies. You know, a good Tim Drake Robin, uh, especially oh. I'd love to see. Um, well, I think I think the overall lesson we've learned now after being in this for eight nine years. We we don't need another origin story no. anytime soon. Mm-hmm. No, we're we're it good. Mean, we're yeah. good. We know where we know where we're at. Let's let's go to the next level yep. now. Yeah, it doesn't need to be rebooted. Just keep going from where it's at. Yeah, we don't need a Genesis. So, um, having having said all that, Matt, thanks so much for coercing me into having you on, sir. <laughs> it was absolutely a pleasure. Thank you for having me, and uh, I'll be sure to. Uh, try it again in the future all right <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> thanks matt thanks and thanks derek it was a pleasure talking to you too you too sir appreciate it All right, so there you have it. Uh, wait a second. Something's wrong here. I feel like I'm making another one of those amateur mistakes. Guilty. That's right. <laughs> so uh, thanks again uh, to Matt Kruger and for his patience and forgiveness in, in messing up that. Thank you all, because I'm just going to assume you all forgive me and understand that I'm, you know, I'm human. I make mistakes. But uh Here's a few things I want to remind you of. Number one, Star Wars Celebration 6 is right around the corner. And uh, I'm getting really stressed out because of all the panels. The schedule came out the other day. I've got my official Star Wars Celebration 6 app on uh, on my iPod. And um, <clears throat> there's so much to do. But then also, uh, the Celebration of Worship. Um, Sunday morning, uh, starting at 8.30. The doors will open at 8 there at the Rosen Plaza Hotel. You can get all the details by going over to geekoutpodcast.com. And at the top, there's a link that says Celebration of Worship. Click on it. It's going to take you to the Celebration of Worship site. 
and there's everything there from the location of the hotel. I think there may be even, uh, there's a place where you can talk about volunteering. If you're going to be there, you want to help us out that morning with directing some traffic and getting people to the right place. Uh, there's a place for donations. If you want to help us out with the cost that uh, we've incurred in doing this, um, if you uh if you just want to know for sure because you're going to be there and you want to be a part of things there it is it's there and uh and and it's going to be a good time doors open at 8 a.m we will uh kick off the service at 8 30 and looking forward to a good time also at celebration six uh michael cohen the designer of practically every website uh i've ever had Geek Out Loud, Big Honkin' Show, those kind of things. He is going to be with us, uh, or he's going to be with us. He will be with us because we will be hanging out. Uh, Frontlines is the Clone Wars podcast, and they're celebrating their 100th episode at Celebration 6 with a panel on Thursday. So, uh, And he's invited me to be on the panel. I don't think he knows what he's asking for because you put me in front of a group of people, and I kind of become a bit of a ham. I, I eat ham. <laughs> I have a pork-like appearance, um, but uh, I definitely, uh, there's something about a crowd that I, I don't know. I, I asked Eric about Dragon Con, um, but so that's going to be happening that Thursday, or yeah, that Thursday, uh, first day of celebration, six o'clock, I believe. Um, I don't have the details right in front of me, but check it out. It's there. It's part of the official schedule. Man, Celebration of Worship's not even part of the official schedule, so that's going to be fun. And uh, if you're able to be at that, come on up to uh, the Clone Wars stage, and we are going to have a blast. We're going to pack that room out. So please, 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 if you're going to be at Celebration uh, 6 down in Orlando, be a part of that. It's going to be a good time. Uh, we've got several things coming out, hopefully, before we hit Celebration 6. It's I'm going to be hard-pressed to do it, but uh, trying to get a Steve Star Wars corner out. We've got a goal in the squared circle that will be covering both the thousandth episode of Raw and uh, SummerSlam, which will be coming up on August 19th. So for you wrestling enthusiasts out there, uh, that's going to be taking place. And, uh, and then after C6, I'm sure we'll do a Geek Out Loud with a Celebration 6 wrap-up. Um, that's what's going on. That's what's happening. That's what's taking place. And uh, again, sorry about the confusion with episode 65. I hope this makes up for it. Uh, we want to hear from you. Geekoutonline at gmail.com. Geekoutonline at gmail.com is where you can email us. We're on the Twitter at geekoutloud, uh, twitter.com forward slash geekoutloud. And we've got a Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash geekoutloud. Now, I'm not really active on the Facebook page like I need to be. I've kind of gotten sucked into this Marvel Avengers Alliance thing on, on Facebook. But, um,. And it's over at Playdom.com now. Uh, and so, uh, how stupid is it that I'm playing two different versions of the same game? It's it's that much fun I'm having. So, uh, anywho, anywho, I'm going to shut up. I'm going to say thank you one more time. Next time, it's going to be me uh, probably doing a Steve Star Wars Corner. The next thing you hear from the Geek Out Loud feed, then it'll be me and Dave, Goal in the Squared Circle, and then it's going to be Classic Steric. As we start a war on Teen Wolf, you'll hear all about it uh, next time on Geek Out Loud. Thanks for joining us, everybody. <laughs>